This episode of The Winding Stairs is brought to you in part by TheWindingStairs.com. Imagine having to lift and reposition hundreds or thousands of giant stones in order to complete a building. Now, you may think, okay, yeah, that's possible, but what tools are we using? Huh? That's the point. Any project, however of how difficult it may be, if you use the right tools for it, it doesn't have to be difficult. It may be challenging, but it's doable. On this episode of The Winding Stairs, we're going to be talking about a very strong yet simple design of a tool that can help lift heavy stones and reposition them. Today, we're talking about the Lewis. Now, you may ask, like, what does this have to do with Freemasonry? Well, because we utilize symbols of operative masonry and bring them into the speculative mason's realm, we use tools from, from this craft in order to inform our decisions today. And the Lewis is representative of the son of a mason. I'll explain why on this episode of The Winding Stairs. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Winding Stairs, a program dedicated to the practical side of Freemasonry and the art of self-improvement. I'm your host, Juan Sepulveda, and thank you for joining me on another episode while we explore some of the symbols and the teachings that we can find in Freemasonry. Today we're talking about the Lewis. I was inspired to discuss this topic because we are getting close to Father's Day, and I wanted to explore that relationship between the Father and the Son when it comes to Freemasonry. Now, the Lewis, as I said at the intro, is a tool that is used to lift heavy stones. The way that it works is that a big piece of stone, whatever you're going to use in the building, is carved on the inside. So you create a, or you drill a hole in the center of it, or two holes, depending on what kind of Lewis you're using, and you make the inside of it a little bit bigger than the opening. What happens is that this tool that you use, the Lewis, is a pieces of metal that are designed that to go into that opening, go into that hole, and you attach a crane or a chain or a cable to it. And that's what you use to lift this, the heavy stone. So it becomes the, the handle for that entire stone. Instead of you needing to have multiple people surrounding a large block of stone and all the dangers that come with that, you have one single point that helps distribute the weight evenly. Also, in the construction of it, because this hole it happens in the center of the top of that stone, you don't leave any marks, any tool markings uh, on the outside facade. In Freemasonry, the son of a Freemason is, is described as a Lewis. And I found some interesting definitions of why that is the case. The main one is because just as that piece of hardware can help ease the burden or lift easier a heavy load, the son of a mason, when applied to Freemasonry, 
may help his father in his later years where his strength is not as much as it used to be. So the lifting of a stone using the Lewis becomes representative of the support that a son gives his father in the later years of his life. I remember when I first encountered this symbol in, in masonry, it was because of a brother was wearing on his chest a jewel. He was wearing the Lewis jewel. And I'll show you how, how it looks. But basically, it was a chain. So imagine a ribbon of sorts that has a little plaque with the name of a brother. And then underneath it, connected by change, by chains, there was another name of another brother. And connected underneath it with chains, the name of another brother. And each one of those rungs represented one generation of Masons. So it was the great-grandfather, the grandfather, the father, and then the son. And at the very bottom of that chain, it is holding a little replica of the Lewis, of the operative stonemason tool. I thought it was very beautiful, but it was interesting to me. So I asked the brother, oh, can you explain this jewel? Like, how do you achieve it? And he said, well, it's not necessarily an achievement. This is just a commemoration. Uh, it's a, it pays homage to the other brothers that came before me that are part of the Masonic family as well as my personal family. And in the back of these jewels, you can also see the lodge or the year that they were raised. So it is very, it's a very valuable and beautiful heirloom to pass from one generation to the next. Now, it makes you think, what if my son doesn't become a Mason? If he doesn't become a Mason, perhaps it skips a generation, which you will normally see in some of these, um, in some of these jewels. You'll see that it skips a generation. It was the great-grandfather, and then it jumped to the grandfather, but it missed the, uh, the, the one in between or something like that. So it begs the question, it's like, how come that generation didn't join? And I want to put that, that question back to you. Why would any generation not join Freemasonry? And you may think there are multiple reasons why, but one that I normally talk about with, with my friends uh, is that perhaps they didn't see the value in joining Freemasonry. So there may be a generation that either their parents or their father didn't express how much he loved the fraternity or didn't exemplify what the fraternity meant to them. Maybe didn't go to meetings, maybe didn't hang out with his brothers, or perhaps moved and lost contact with his brothers. But it makes you think, oh, how beautiful would it be if you're able to continue that chain and have one generation after the other of Masons? Now, you know that we don't advertise or we don't ask people to join Masonry. So how can you, fingers crossed, have your children become interested in Freemasonry. If you find any value in the lessons of Masonry and that you think that they can be of benefit to your children, of course you want them to join the fraternity. But you want them to join of their own free will and accord, obviously. But one thing you can do is to exemplify the lessons of masonry by implementing those lessons into your life and becoming a better father as a consequence. 
You can also think that expressing the importance of the fraternity to your children could be a catalyst for them becoming curious about what Freemasonry is all about. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Each lapel pin in your collection tells a story. Each represents a moment in your Masonic journey. The first time you visited a lodge, that day you made a brother for the first time, or the night you received your first degree. Our pin display apron helps you keep that collection of memories visible and every pin accessible. A beautiful display for your Masonic memories. It hangs on your wall or your closet, ready to help you select the memory to relive the next time you wear your suit. Order yours by visiting thewindingstairs.com. And now, back to our show. One thing that I've done uh, in the past is ask my own children, what, what is Freemasonry? They hear about Freemasonry all the time because I'm always talking to my friends. They see that I, they know that I have a podcast. They know that I travel to speak at lodges. They, they see my involvement with the fraternity. But do they really know what Freemasonry is all about? Sometimes it's important that we just talk to them and explain what Freemasonry is and what Freemasonry means to us. That could be a catalyst for them to be interested in joining the fraternity at some point. Another way that they may become interested in joining the fraternity or at least learn more about it is by being involved in Masonic youth groups. The main example that comes to mind, of course, is Dimole. Dimole, at the age of 13, uh, is an organization that gets young men and established Freemasons to collaborate in a series of of lessons and lesson, uh, a series of, of uh, ceremonies that can give them a glimpse into what Freemasonry is all about. It also provides them, of course, with the lessons that include many lessons in morality, in virtues that can come in super handy for a man that is in his formative years. But you see, there's many ways in which you can influence or at least inform a younger generation to be a part of Freemasonry. While doing some research about the working tool of the Lewis and the significance of it, I came across a article in a magazine called The Builders. It dates back to November of 1922, and it elaborates on the symbolism of the Lewis. And one thing that I find curious is that in it, it explicitly says, here you can see the importance of encouraging our youth to follow in the footsteps of their Masonic fathers. In this article, it shows that that continuity of, of involvement in the craft has its benefits. You have multiple generations that are working in furthering the lessons of the craft and the implementation thereof in society. It, it is beautiful, of course, to see how proud someone is whenever they're wearing a jewel of the Lewis. But it begs the question, does it come with any kind of benefits? Like what, what is there for the, for the son? What's the benefit of them being a Lewis? One interesting thing is that 
in in most jurisdictions, someone who is a Lewis may have an easier pathway to joining Freemasonry at an earlier age. Many jurisdictions will require uh, the age of 21 years old before they can join Freemasonry. But by being a Lewis, that could be reduced to 18 years old of age. So you see here, they have a three-year advantage uh, to, to join the craft. Now, in I'll share links to, to a video that I, that I recently saw where there's a father and a son talking about the Lewis and talking about the symbolism of it. And you could definitely see how proud they are that they are part of a legacy, a generational legacy of involvement in Freemasonry. But one thing that I found very, very wise is that the father said, we have to make sure that the benefits or the, the value, the intrinsic value that is, that comes with being a Lewis is more of a personal one as opposed to an organizational one. It gave me pause for a thought because what he was trying to say was that there should be no special treatment of a brother. Here, of course, it would go against our expectation that we all meet on the level, right? You can't look at someone who whose father is a Mason and then now they all of a sudden feel or act as if they're better than the rest. But it keeps them on the level. The benefit comes from their own pride and their own fulfillment that they are part of a generational legacy. So it's not the craft giving them a any special treatment, of course, other than the benefit that joining earlier. Uh, but other than that, they are just another brother, but a brother that has a beautiful story to share. In the article in the Builders Magazine from November 1922, it alludes to some of the benefits of being a Lewis and following on that long-standing tradition of father and son joining Freemasonry. And it explains it like this. And the custom would have this advantage that it would make for a more compact solidarity and continuity of Freemasonry. We should in all ways encourage young men to follow in the footsteps of their Masonic fathers. Now that you know a little bit more about the symbol of the Lewis, I want to hear from you. Have you ever encountered this on the lapel of a brother? Have you ever seen it in a pin? Have you ever seen it in any of your trestle boards or any of the adornments of the lodge? If so, I would love to hear it. If you're a Lewis yourself, let us know how proud you are of this familiar legacy that you have in Freemasonry. I want to take a moment also to say thank you to all our supporters on Patreon because they make this kind of contact possible. Brothers like you who choose to support our program by becoming a member, they get a lot of perks. Among them, getting early access to most episodes, the video, the audio. They also get access without any advertisements in them. They also get to have a vote and a voice when it comes to deciding what kind of content comes into the show. So I hope that you find this interesting that you choose to support us in that way. It's not the only way that you can support us. You can also support us by sharing this program with other people through your blog or through your lodge's website. You can share it on social media or you can choose to leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. 
any way that you choose to support us, thank you. I hope you found this episode interesting and informative. And until next time, may your steps be firm and your path illuminated as we continue our journey up the winding stairs. Hey, before you switch to the next podcast, let me ask you a question. Did you find this episode enjoyable? Did you find any part of it edifying or informative? If so, please consider supporting our show by choosing one of these options. Mainly by sharing it with other brothers through social media, on your Lodge's website, or through your own blog. By leaving a brief rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Or simply by making a purchase through freemasonryart.com. Regardless of the way in which you choose to support the show, thank you.